Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of What's New with Nikki. Today, I'm doing something a little different, um, kind of out of the usual. I'm doing something that I like to call political grab bag, where basically I ask people to ask me questions on Instagram. I asked people like that I knew personally. I texted them, reached out to them. I had people ask me on the What's New with Nikki Instagram account uh, through Instagram uh, questions. And yeah, so these are the questions that I have accumulated from that. So some of these questions are, you know, what's happening in the world right now. Most of these are kind of involving that, but some of them are just kind of general questions like referring to the legislative branch or things that I've seen. So that is kind of the preface, I guess, of this episode. And if I did not pick your question, I apologize. I will definitely save it for a different episode. These are just the ones that I was able to fit in through the time that I wanted to get through the podcast in. So for the first question, it is, what is the importance of Trump being impeached despite him being out of office? So by the time that the Senate votes uh, to convict him, whether or not, then he will be already out of office. So there are kind of three things. So one, he may not be able to run for office again in the future. He will not be able to run for president or hold any other public office, uh, which he has been rumored to do in 2024. He may also lose some of his benefits, such as travel allowance, the pension that he receives for being president of the United States, as well as Secret Service officers. He will not have access to those. Though he is wealthy already, he would probably be able to afford that. He will not have them given to him by the United States government. Um, As well as that, not all is really clear on what he will lose until he's officially impeached and removed from office. This has never really happened before. No president has been impeached twice. This is all what happens if you have been impeached twice. So we will kind of have to just wait and see. So for the next question, it is what is, this, what is the 25th Amendment? This has definitely been come up a lot No one has probably ever heard of it this much until now. The 25th Amendment is basically if the president becomes unfit or unable to do their job. For example, if the president dies, resigns, removed from office, or is under anesthesia for surgery, they are clearly incapable. And Nancy Pelosi had written a letter to Mike Pence on behalf of House Democrats that he that they wanted him to enact the 25th amendment mike pence had previously said that it was on the table if things worsen however he has denied that so the uh in that case if the president becomes unfit to do their job and the 25th amendment is enacted the vice president will become the president in that time so in order for that to work What the 25th Amendment basically is, is the vice president and all the cabinet meets. And if they kind of all decide with the majority, so half plus one, then the vice president then becomes the president in that case, as well as that there have been two members of his cabinet that have resigned. Elaine Chow, who has who is the secretary of transportation, as well as uh, Betsy DeVos, who is the secretary of education. They have both resigned already. And House Democrats, as I said earlier, have called on Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment earlier this week. However, he uh, denied that uh, request. So what is the significance of the Ossoff and Warnock victories? So this was kind of swept under the rug of July, not July, January 6th. I don't know why I'm thinking summer. I wish it was summer. And yeah, because of what happened kind of at the Capitol. So Warnock will be the first black U.S. senator representing Georgia and the second black U.S. senator elected in the Senate, uh, the southern states. So Ossoff will be the first Jewish senator from Georgia and the youngest senator elected since 1973 at 33 years old. Um, 
both with both Ossoff and Warnock in office, there will be a 50-50 tie in the Senate, which Vice President Kamala Harris will be able to break, making it a Democrat majority on most issues, if not more issues than most. Um, Democrats will then control both aspects of the Congress, the House, and the Senate. So what is going on with the Arctic? So a lot of people have you know, seen this petition or have at least heard of this petition that basically something's happening in Alaska. And I'm going to answer what that thing that's happening is. So according to GreenMatters.com, the Trump administration approved a full gas and oil drilling plan that would make 1.5 million acres of preserved natural lands available to drilling in order to boost the economy and bring jobs to the local people. So some of the cons of this, you know, this probably all sounds great, you know, more economy, a better economy, bringing jobs, things like that all sounds fantastic. Um, However, some things to consider whether or not you support the petition or if you support the Trump administration, this would destroy habitats for many animals living in those areas. It would also ruin some native indigenous people's sacred homelands, as well as some natural uh, uh, resources that these people rely on. So as well as that, uh, what are Joe Biden's plans for climate change? I guess moving on from climate change to climate change. So again, if for some more context, I definitely recommend the climate change episode that we already had. Um, It would also kind of explain a little bit more about what's going on in the Arctic and why some global warming things like that are also out of play with the drilling and why some of these steps to climate change are important or why some of them, some of the downsides of them, like economic reasons and things like that. So Joe Biden's plans for climate change consist of he has been very strong and definitely wants to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement, which Donald Trump has taken the United States out of. It is basically an international pact to limit global warming uh, below two degrees. So basically these people, the leaders of these countries that are in the Paris Climate Agreement, they do you know whatever in their power they can to make sure that this happens. And according to BBC, as well as that, Biden plans to make U.S. electricity uh, production carbon-free by 2035, achieve net zero emissions by the middle of the century, spend over $2 trillion for four years to drive down emissions uh, by upgrading 4 million buildings to make them more energy efficient. He will also invest in electrical vehicle manufacturing and charging points, and he will not allow fracking on federal land. Everyone's probably like, oh my gosh, I've never heard fracking since these debates. And fracking was definitely not as big as an issue as what was made uh, in the presidential debates. I heard that so many times. I was like, wow, I mean, they're talking about climate change. That's that's different. So what does the First Amendment protect? People were like, oh, you know, Donald Trump, like Twitter suspending Donald Trump's or I guess banning now Donald Trump's account on Twitter is, you know, violating his First Amendment. He can't use his platform. He can't speak. He can't do all this stuff. And uh, the reason why this is constitutionally legal is because Donald Trump signed a terms of service when joining Twitter. Everyone did. Everyone signed the same things. And Twitter believes that based on the activity that he has been doing on Twitter, that he has been violating these terms of service and therefore banned his account. Um, this obviously referring back to the Capitol. People believe that he incited this violence um, and things like that. That's kind of what the whole um, impeachment is about, as well as the people dropping out of his cabinet um, bipart- and bipartisan support on the impeachment and the removal of his uh, Twitter account. So basically the First Amendment, everyone, a lot of people know this from like a seventh grade civics class, but if you do not, it protects the freedom of speech, religion, press, assembly, and the right to petition the government. And um, Amy Coney Barrett was actually asked to list all of these when she was being um, 
her Senate confirmation and she missed out on one of them. I believe it was assembly or something like that. And um, a lot of people were making memes out of it. That was just a funny thing that I remembered from it. Uh, as well as that, something to keep in mind is that the freedom of speech does have its limits. For example, you can't, uh, you can't like scream fire on an airplane or uh, do things like that and blame it on the freedom of speech. There's, you know, freedom of speech is probably one of the most I guess used things in the um, in the Supreme Court. Uh, so, for example, burning the flag is constitutionally legal because that is First Amendment. You're allowed to wear whatever you want to school because that is freedom of speech, First Amendment, things like that. Um, there are a lot of there's been a lot of cases on that. If you are curious for any more, definitely be sure to look some up some First Amendment um, Supreme Court cases. So why is there early voting during an election season? This is a very interesting question. I definitely had to think about this one. So there's an option to vote early to increase voter participation. So if people can't make it that day for voting day or they can't get off work or they have some other reason why they can't make it, they know they can't make it ahead of time, they can prepare to vote early or vote by mail or things like that. And this also makes polling stations less busy on election day. Imagine if every eligible voter went to on the same day to polling places it would it would be ruckus i mean it already is ruckus with early voting so imagine what would what it would be like without early voting and a lot of people do choose to early vote i think this was one of the most amounts of early voting like ever so in this 2020 election so how many how is it decided how many members of congress each state has so i believe that this question was referring to house of representatives so every single state in the u.s senate has two senators no matter what the population so every single state no matter the amount of population so wyoming for example which is the least populated state will still have two senators however they only have one house of representative because again it is based on population so the amount of members is based on the census, which is every 10 years. There should be some results coming soon um, and the change of the district amounts. Um, and each state must have at least one House uh, member uh, for their state or district or whatever it is. Um, and the remaining 385 states are divided between uh, the 50 states, again, based on population. So California has the most at 54. Uh, Florida, I believe, have I believe has 27. Wyoming, which is the least, has one. So this was a this next question is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, this theory actually kind of fascinates me. I've had to do some deep diving myself just because I was interested in what it was. I was, um, I was, I guess, um, very curious about it since I had heard a lot about it on the news, and I was like, hmm, what is this? So now, hopefully, I can be that uh, passage of information to you. Um, so what is QAnon? So according to BBC, QAnon is a theory that President Trump, and I'm quoting this, is waging a secret war against elite Satan-worshipping pedophiles in the government, business, and media. So some believe that this will end up with the uh, arrest and execution of the 2016 presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. They believe that Donald Trump is, I guess, in some way a savior to all these pedophiles in the government. Uh, it started in late 2017 when an anonymous user by the name of Q wrote many cryptic messages onto the 4chan message board, uh, many of which uh, coincide with pro-Trump ideology. I've seen some of these people with like QAnon shirts at uh, the siege of the Capitol. So it is a pretty far-right um, ideology. I believe that there was a, 
a state senator, or maybe it was not a state representative or a U.S. representative that was um, like a believer in the QAnon theory. So that's definitely something I'm going to have to look into. If you support that, then um, that will definitely uh, interest you to look into some more. I'm all about, you know, like learning and respecting others' beliefs. Um, so, yeah. So the next question is, what is the difference between capitalism and socialism? I am 100% going to refer you to the episode on the What's New with Nikki um, podcast, whatever uh, platform you use. And it was the full name is what's uh, what is capitalism and socialism and insight into political ideologies. I did this episode with Emma. It was such a great episode. We went super in depth. It was a pretty long episode, tons of information, and that will definitely give you the best answer to that. So please uh, watch that to be more informed on it. So the next question, I have seen this question too many times to count. And the question is, why can't we just print more money? So though this sounds good in theory, oh, we can print more money, we'll just be as rich as we want, da-da-da-da-da. We can, you know, have as much money in the world as we want. We just need to print it and all this all this stuff. However, that idea fails to recognize inflation. And, I've, and all these people have been like, well, what is inflation? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. So I'm going to try and explain it in the most simple way as I can because this is a question that so many people have. So inflation is basically where prices rise. We will have too many resources to make. uh, We will have not enough resources to make money. So we won't have enough paper. We won't have enough copper or nickel to make the money that we need. So that costs money to receive more. So think of it now, we're already losing money to make more money since we need the resources for it. As well as that, we have too many resources for too little goods. So everyone has this has this the money, then everyone can buy whatever they want. And then the value of it can go down. Since everyone can do it, let's say everyone has... Um, let's say everyone has $15,000, that $15,000 now isn't as much. It's not as valuable as it was if everyone else had $5,000 and you had $15,000. That's like the most, oh my goodness, that's now not as valuable since now everyone has it. So think of it like that. Um, If we print more money, then I guess you'll need more physical things to pay for that item, even though the quality didn't change. So the money will be worth less, though the item is more. So let's say you go to your grocery store. Um, I'm from Florida, so I have Publix. So let's say I go to Publix. I spend $50 on my food for the week. Then everyone else has $50 as well. Then, you know, it's not as valuable. And then, you know, everyone has $50, then that's not like a lot. That's not like expensive or that's not cheap. I hope that makes sense. Um, Also, people in lower classes will not be able to buy any basic goods because their day-to-day pay will become worthless. You know, everyone has all this money. They still have not a lot of money. Um, Then everyone will be buying everything and they won't be left with much. Um, If you make a minimum wage, $15, again, everyone else... Thanks. 
all this money you're left with just the $15. So the next question, taking me back to seventh grade physics, not physics, uh, civics here. Oh my goodness. Uh, what are the differences between legislature, uh, sorry, legislator, congressperson, senator, and representative? So a legislator is a person who makes, passes laws. For example, anyone in Congress. I'm going to explain this two ways as well. So stay with me. Um, and part of the legislative, the legislative, uh, legislative branch. <laughs> Um, next is a congressperson, uh, a legislate, uh, legislator part of the U.S. Congress, which consists of House of Representatives and Senate. Again, this could go for state Senate or anything like that. Um, senator, a legislator part of the Senate, which is, again, half of Congress, which I just said was uh, broken up into Senate and House. So uh, then representative which is a legislator part of the uh, House of Representatives, which is part of the other half of Congress. Or a different way I can explain it is Congress, part of the legislative branch. Keep that in mind. Um, it consists of the Senate and the House, which I said earlier. Um, all of them are called legislators and Congress people since they are all a part of Congress and legislative branch, no matter if they're in House or Senate. Now where it gets a little different is the Senate consists of senators. House of Representatives consists of representatives. Um <laughs> And I'm just going to go into a little bit of basics of legislative branch. In order for uh, something to become law, a bill needs to first be passed in the House of Representatives, then passed in the Senate. Um, I'm not going to go into all the fractions and things like that because, you know, I don't really need to. I'm just going through the basics right now. Uh, then it will go to the president. If the president passes it, then it becomes a law. If they don't, it becomes a veto. There are other options as well, like a pocket veto, things like that. And then the bill basically dies and nothing happens with it. So for my last question, it's probably my favorite question out of all of these, in fact. Uh, why are some people so stupid? Um, good question. I've actually been trying to figure that out myself uh, for the longest time. Um, I just previously said earlier that I live in Florida. Um, there's the infamous Florida Man Challenge where uh, you can basically search up any day of the year. It could be literally any day of almost any year and where, you know, news was reported uh, digitally, of course. And you could find someone in Florida doing something like a crime that's so bizarre, like something at McDonald's or like injuring someone in like a strange, bizarre way. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I guess it kind of just depends on you know, that person's personality and that may be considered weird or strange or stupid to some or normal to others. So I guess it really depends on the person's upbringing, their socialization as a child um, and things like that. So yeah, um, <laughs> when I when there are, are more definite answers, then please let me know because I actually am curious myself as well. Um, so that's going to wrap up this episode of What's New with Nikki. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you want more episodes like these where I just ask questions instead of having a set topic, then please let me know. I'm more than willing to do it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed looking through these questions. Um, again, thank you to everyone who contributed. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate everyone who sent in questions, whether they were used or not used. I appreciate all my graphic designers. I appreciate Reese uh, for being helping me write the script. I also appreciate so much Grace, my audio editor. She has to go through all of these. Uh, bless her for going through all of these and sitting through it. Also made the hilarious blooper reel. If you haven't already watched that, then be sure to. Uh, also be sure to follow us on TikTok. 
first time in a podcast episode I get to say that. Follow us on TikTok at What's New with Nikki Podcast. Um, you get to see a little bit more of me. You get to see me in a different setting, you know, not behind a microphone or your phone or Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, anything like that. You get to see my face. You get to see a little bit of my personality. Um, I do some updates and things like that. So um, with these updates, I you know, do them on current events, things that are affecting us all. So definitely be sure to stay tuned. I gave a bunch of announcements about the impeachment. I, you know, talk about some new things happening in the podcast. Maybe I'll give some spoilers a time or two. So definitely be sure to follow that as of course, follow us on Instagram if you haven't already at what's new with Nikki podcast um, as well. Follow us on any platform you use to listen to us on. Uh, whether it's Pocket Cast, I don't even know if you can follow people on that. Uh, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Apple Music, be sure, Apple Podcasts, sorry, I keep saying Apple Music. Um, be sure to rate us. I would greatly appreciate uh, hearing your feedback on Apple Podcasts. Uh, whether it's a one star or a five star, I'd love to hear it. Uh, as well as that, be sure to give us a comment. Let me know what I can improve on, something that you'd like to see, some changes that you'd like to see made. And yeah, be sure to turn notifications on so you can be notified when we upload new episodes. You won't miss out on any of this great content. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed.